0: Hey, 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 hey. Welcome to the HVAC Joy Lab co- podcast. I am your host, Dr. John Shirk. This podcast focuses on creating more and more conversations about what optimizes life for an HVAC technician. My goal is to produce the most helpful content available for techs, full stop. Today, you're going to get to meet J.D. Davis. J.D. is one of the, what they call the OGs, the original gangsters of good guys heating and air in Indianapolis and tech, techne nationally. Um, you're going to hear some great thoughts from J.D. today. Uh, like many of our guests, he started out as a tech and still does some things in the field. Um, at the same time, he's uh, he, he loves coaching junior high football. He's quite an interesting person. So you're going to hear some good stuff from him today. So, okay, let's get started. Welcome everybody. I have JD Davis with us today. Uh, thank you for coming JD. Um, he is one of the uh, founders, they call him the OGs of good guys heating and air in Indianapolis and Techni Home services outside of Indiana. It's all the same company, but uh, branded differently. And um, uh, if you're if you're listening to these podcasts, you have heard from uh, Johnny Fiari uh, and you will also hear from Ryan Sterrett. And these are all original founders of this company. So they were all technicians um, and they were all looking for a better way. And so they created a company that cut that path. So JD, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Good to be here. Good. So listen, let me open you with the question I ask all my guests uh, as a way of this audience getting to know you a little bit. uh, Tell everybody your superpower and your origin story. (laughs)
1: Superpower. Uh, I don't know if it's really a power. Um, I'm very, very, um, likable. Is yeah. that, is that a, is that a superpower? It is. Um, yeah, it is. it is. Uh, I try to get along with everybody, especially nice. in the trade. So, um, and it's helped me out, uh, 25 years, I think I've been doing this. So wow. not so much. Um, but yeah, so, a uh, little, little bit of a backstory. Um, I was 19 and uh, had three buddies that were in the HVAC business, and, uh, and they always had four wheelers, motorcycles, and all that good stuff. And I, I was just fueling airplanes, and I had I had a used vehicle and no money. So, yeah. um, so finally got into it, and um, it's been a great, great 25 years um ups and downs learning things um but i can tell you uh one thing about the trade is um at the end of the day you kind of do feel like a uh a superhero uh, yeah. kind of go off that other part so uh when, when when you get someone some heat back on or some air conditioning or you fix something simple and, it, and and they can go on uh throughout the day um it makes you feel good so there's a lot of uh satisfaction, um, doing what I do. Mm-hmm. So, um, that that's one of those things that I, I really, really, um, look forward to when I go out on a service call is not only building that relationship, but being able to, uh, you know, fix something in, in satisfying the customer.
0: So interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, you know, on the topic of what makes a great life for a technician, two like two core components are being able to fix something it's broken and I made it work and that thrill you get from that customer saying oh thank god oh I'm so glad you're here oh oh I, I can't believe how oh I need the 70 degree air thank you so much like that that dynamic the the, the combination of those two
1: yeah absolutely it is uh it, it, it is it's nice and then Once you start doing that, you're just on a first name basis with them. So that's even better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Well, and I think it comes naturally probably to you. It doesn't to to a lot of technicians, this idea that I'm not just there to fix something. I'm there to initiate a new relationship or to continue one and um, helping, um, helping yourself by creating as a technician, by creating, you know, a, a growing group of people who know you, their numbers in your phone. Uh, You are to them on home service, what health is with a doctor, what teeth is for a dentist. Like you're the guy you're the, if they have, even if it's not air conditioned that you're still their guy that they're going to reach out to and say, Hey, what do you think about this? You think this is a, should I, should I spend the money on this? What, What do you think? And by creating that network of people, you create a kind of fail safe for yourself. It's, it's a, it's a much more professional way to, be in the business to be in the industry, but you also create a fail safe because, you know, you're everybody's career path in air conditioning, the, 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 the sort of train tracks of that career are actually customer service. A lot of techs think it's technical skills, but it's really customer service. And by being that guy that they always want, you know, that they call the company, they always want to be you that comes out. You're, you're just creating a future for yourself. And if at some point you left, now you've got a whole network of people that you, if you wanted to start your own thing. So yeah, I, I, I yeah, go ahead.
1: No, no. I, I mean, I absolutely agree. Um, you know, you, you you get in the business and, and you say, Oh, I'm, I'm not a salesman. I'm not this. And, and it's literally, you know, building to me, like you said, it's just a relationship. You build with customers,
0: mm-hmm. you know, you're
1: going to get some that you just don't click with, and then you're going to get a lot that you do click with. And, and, um, that, that's the great thing. And I know this sounds corny. It's a good thing about the trade is there, there's a lot of different companies and stuff like that. So a lot of people, you know, if you don't click and stuff like that, you know, they, they there's, there, there's only someone on the other side that can take care of them and they might click with, and you, you don't know how many times I've had customers just say, you know what, I think we're going to go with someone else. And I said, Hey, great. If, if you need, if you need any advice, give me a call. You know, I'm not, yeah. you know, I, I, I go with what your, your gut's telling you and what your heart is and, and, and you can't hate someone for that. So um, yeah. it's just, it's, it's a new, a unique thing. And, and after 25 years, you do build a lot of friendships with other technicians that you have worked with. And, you know, you go, they go on to different companies and, and, and the one thing that I say, you just never, never talk bad about another company because you just never know.
0: So (laughs) you may end up working for him. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So it's, uh, it's one of those things, but yeah, for sure.
0: So on the topic of what makes a great life for a technician, what are you, what's your point of view on that? Like, what do you, if you're giving advice to a technician, like build your life this way or or think about this or do that, what are your thoughts on that? Um,
1: I, I feel, so my biggest thing is if this, if this makes sense, don't be content on one thing in the business. Try to learn everything that you possibly can. Hmm. Um, always open that book, always, always open, you know, that door, um, and see what's there. Every, every move that I've made in heating and cooling has benefited me and my family. Um, it's just, you know, when I first got into it, I would say five years, I didn't like it. You know, mess with crawl spaces, attics, cockroaches and stuff like that. And then, (laughs) you know, then, and then another door opens and said, Hey, you don't have to do that. There's this part of heating and cooling you can do. Mm -hmm. And so constantly grow, um, you know, growing with the business growing with the new technology that's out there. Um, it gives you, you know, a better life. The, The more, you know, the more you're worth. Yeah. So, and, and, You know, people can say, uh, you know, unfortunately it takes money to live in this world. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing's for free. Um, So um, it's given me um, and it's given a lot of people that I know um, better lives, you know, yeah. you know, it's, it's, I'm, I'm proud to say that, you know, when someone says, what do you do? I tell them I do HVAC Mm -hmm. and, and you know, 20 years ago, people like what, but now they're, Oh yeah. I I need you guys. You guys are important. So, um, and, and and, yeah, so that's kind of like that. If that answered your question.
0: Yeah. Yeah. and, And for our audience who are primarily technicians, um, let me just put a comment in there about what's happening in the market right now with wages. Um, there is a massive fluctuation happening right now. And, uh, you know, 10 or 15 years ago in a typical either residential or commercial air conditioning company, there was a dynamic where the guys who were there the longest made the most money. They had the newest trucks. The rookie took the old truck and you kind of worked your way up and over the last, especially five years, as unemployment has gone below 4%, the demand for technicians has radically increased and, Wages have radically increased and they're just big fluctuations out there right now. So just because you brought up it, it takes money. Um, if you're a technician and we're recording this uh, November, 2022 um, you know, for a long time now, we've been retiring two techs for everyone coming into the business and we're reaching a kind of choke point where uh, a lot of technicians have a lot more influence than they used to. And so don't abuse it, but you don't have, it's, it's, you can go out there and ask for the wage you want um now if your your desired wage is $200 an hour then probably not going to get that but um it's it's very um very competitive for employers right now so try to become aware of what's going on in the wage market that you're in you can reach out to me if you want to know more about that because i have all that data um but uh now now is the time to go make money in air conditioning so just for what for what it's worth
1: yeah for sure i I agree with you john it's it's you know um i just feel in the back i was telling i actually telling someone yesterday um you know i forget who i was talking to but we were talking and i said you know my first job in hvac i was making like eight dollars and 75 cents an hour (laughs) and i and i drove um probably 35 miles to work just, just to meet, you know, the guy that was going to train me did that for two years. And, and I think when I left that job, uh, I was only making $9 and something an hour. And so, um, when you say that, that big increase, I, I, I remember, you know, when it was when, when HVAC was, you know, frowned upon because you wanted to be an electrician or plumber. Ah. And now, and now, and now when you become an HVAC tech, you'll get people calling you, hey, can you go deal with a spigot? I'm like, Yeah, not a plumber, you know, type yeah. deal. But, um, you know, you, you learn a lot, um, a lot about plumbing, a lot about electrical, and a lot about heating and cooling just by being an HVAC tech because we're messing with that stuff daily. Sure. So um, sure. to me, it, it's, you know, you're, you're an all-around technician and – and at the end of the day, um, you know you can answer a lot of questions people ask you about certain things. So that's a good feeling, so yeah,
0: and, and most technicians, they have kind of a mechanical aptitude. so um they you're right that you don't have to be, you know, it's not like you're super experts at all versions of construction, but usually, a good technician knows a little more than just air conditioning, yeah, I agree. So you know um you talked a little bit earlier about try to learn everything try to learn across the board and we're recording like I said in November which is the off season for a lot of technicians especially you're in Indiana I'm in Louisiana where it's it doesn't really get that cold in the winter so it's really an off season down here and um well if you wanted to, if you had time on your hands uh, where would you go JD to, to learn? I mean, you just go to YouTube or do you, oh. where, where, where would you go to just kind of spend an hour a day creating more knowledge for yourself?
1: Um, you know, you, you can, you can go to YouTube, but there's also, um, websites that you can go and, 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 uh, actually dealers, um, hmm. supply houses, um they have classes now a lot of those classes do cost money but i always tell people you're invested in yourself mm-hmm. um you, you will definitely get that money back you know and, and we use a lot of times people say oh that, that's a 300 hundred dollar class and we say yeah that's one capacitor and <laughs> and when, when you when someone puts that in reality they're like oh okay you know we can go out we can make money pay for this class um so yeah. I mean, online, there's, there's courses online. You can sign up for, um, there's classes you can sign up for online. Um, supply houses, go to your local supply houses. They usually have a training center. They'll have courses and depending on who you work for, you know, they might actually pay for those courses. So, um, because once they see you invest in yourself, the company's probably going to invest in you, um, yep. a little bit more than, than just the normal guy that comes in and out the door. So, um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I, go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Well, no, no, say, go. I, I agree. Uh, every client I have, all my clients are in the air conditioning or some related uh, industry, and everybody who's an owner or service manager, they, you bring up any text name in their company, and they know which of the two that that guy is. Is he the guy who's learning and hungry, and and you know. In that frame, or the guy who's trying to figure out how to do the least possible and just kind of get by. I mean, it, the, those people that if you're employed as a technician, they know which of those you are. Absolutely. Yep. You know, one other comment here too is you're talking about learning, and and because a lot of this podcast is about happiness itself, um, it's it's worth also discussing a little bit that in the I'll give you a long version here in the research about happiness, there's sort of two sides to it or two, two components to it. And it's interesting that the, there's one component that's things that, that sort of just bring joy with no downside. And then there's other things that are really about eliminating unhappiness. And so all the stuff we think about around success, um, the, um, well, what, like financial wellness, physical wellness, mental wellness, emotional feeling status, what that, all of that stuff happens in a different part of the brain from things like uh, meaning and purpose and, and the the joy of mastery and expressing your talent, you're expressing your competence. And uh, it's worth just reiterating here as we're talking about it, that, As you're thinking through as a technician, what is my game plan for my life? What is my game plan for happiness? You should think of those things as separate issues. Um, There's one issue where it's all the stuff that that uh, people say on TV. If you had it, you would be happy status, um, you know, financial, you know, having no debt, having money in the bank, having a nice house, like all that stuff, what that stuff serves to do. It it works in the part of your brain that used to be fight or flight, or actually still is, but it's generated over millions of years of fight or flight. And so what it's really doing is eliminating a perceived threat. But the max out of that stuff is not really joy. It's just kind of being not afraid and not feeling threatened by life. The really happy stuff, but that matters a lot. So the, but the, the, the joy stuff is about having a sense of worth serving something greater than yourself, having purpose in your life, um, along with meaningful work where and meaningful work means just what JD was talking about earlier, that, that there's a customer who's thrilled by your work there, that you came and you're, you are the superhero for them that day. And also just that feeling and, and anybody who's got a sense of talent. In, in competence, expertise knows this feeling that when you're in it, it feels good. It makes you happy. Just it, just expressing it. Right. So, and there, and there can be people who are feeling very meaningful work, but they've not done the business of eliminating unhappiness. And so they have a kind of a crazy world where they have high highs and low lows and, and all of that. And then you have some people who have so committed to taking care of, you know, all of the outside stuff, the money, the house, the, all that, you know, the status inducing stuff that they're fine, but they don't have any sense of greater joy in their world because they're not doing the meaningful work. They're not finding the, the the value and the worth and serving someone greater than themselves. So, um, all of this is coming up from JD, from, from you talking about, um, go get good at stuff, go get good at all the, all of the business that, that in itself makes happiness happen. And it, it it may seem like, well, no, I'm doing, I'm, I'm, I want to get good at everything so that I can make the money and have the house and all that stuff. And it, and you should, and it matters because no one wants to be unhappy. Right. But this other thing that happens in a different part of our brain, get good. So you can feel good doing it. I mean, just just the pleasure of walking up to a, a piece of equipment and realizing, I know what's wrong with this. I can fix this. It just feels good. So, long long comment here. Sorry, but that um, that 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 understanding of where happiness comes from is important because so many technicians don't even really know where to start. They they know how it feels to be unhappy, but they don't know if I want if I want to do something about it. What do I do? Well, Getting good at your craft is one of the things that's that's central,
1: yeah, absolutely. You know, I always tell people <laughs> when I work for people that, that ran on call, they're like, How come you're not on on calls? Because I got really good at what I was doing, and, and, <laughs> and usually you can use that to your benefit when you work for, well, listen, I, I'm not, I don't want to do it on call anymore, you know, and and they and they know what kind of person they get, so yeah, um, it does, I mean, there's nothing. You know, obviously, there's a lot of things, but in the business, when you walk away knowing that you fix something that's going to last, and and you walk away, and I always tell people, do the right thing, no -hmm. matter what. Always do the right thing. Don't ever lie, because if you lie, you gotta you gotta remember your lies. If you're honest, (laughs) you don't have to worry about it. So, um, you know, and at the end of the day, you gotta go home and go to sleep. And, and and can you go to sleep and, and not have you know stuff weighing on your conscience and stuff like that? Yeah. Um, so I mean, it, it's just you know, and I I always you know the the Rocky is it five or four or six? I don't know which one it is. And he always says, you know, life is going to hit you, and no matter how hard it hits you, you got to get up and you got to keep going. Uh-huh. Uh, no matter how hard a service call is, you know. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta do it. You gotta work through it. You're going to get through it. You might mess up, but guess what? The good thing about there is tomorrow and you're going to, and you're going to be able to do it again and you're going to know what you did the day before and you learn from your experiences. And, and I think that's just in general, that's in life. Yeah. Um, not, not in the HVAC business as well, but you know, don't, you know, don't ever think, you know, everything. Yep. That's, that's the thing because you learn something every day. So,
0: Um, that is that is another nice thing about uh specifically because there's all all versions of techs who listen to this podcast so there's some commercial techs who do nothing but maintenance and then there's techs who do nothing but installs so that there's you know different versions of all this in there but um answering a service call three four five times a day uh it creates on the topic of getting good at things it's a nice scenario um for getting good at customer service and getting good at service itself because you're getting reps it's like if you want to get good at free throws you shoot 100 free throws in a row um, yeah. that just what you just said every mistake there's another call coming right after that and you can go out and not do that mistake the next time yeah for sure it's
1: uh and i always i always tell the the installers you know just cuz you install a system you know do a little, you know, a little research on it, learn, you know, disconnect something and see if someone can, you know, when you fire it off and see if your helper or something can figure out how to fix it. And, you know, you can always be teaching as well. um, That's a good point. And and learn it. So, um, you know, it's, like I said, when I started, I was, I think my first job, I had to put 400 foot of sheet metal together with a hammer and my instructions were don't put a dent in it. That's (laughs) what I did. So, you know, and, and I feel like I, I started, you know, basically at the bottom. And I've just, over time, I've been that installer. I've been that maintenance tech. I've been a service tech. I've been a field supervisor. i uh, been a manager, now an owner. Um, and I always tell the guys, you know, some of the guys said, oh, you're just behind that computer. I said, hold on. I jump in my truck. I go out there, grab my tools, and uh, and I'll work side by side because I know – that that gives me the most gratification out of all I'm out on a customer's house, replacing their stuff. You know, anybody can sit behind a computer. Um, and it's a, it's a skill that I don't want to lose. So yeah. I'm very, That's I'm very passionate about
0: that. Go ahead and talk some more about that JD. Cause you, you've gone through a transition. You were, uh, in the field as a tech for all those years. Um, good guys get started. You're one of the original, five so at the at that point you're still out in the field as a tech and just in this last little while here maybe what two years maybe less you've yeah. half transitioned I mean like you said you still go out with your tools but you are kind of in the office so to speak um more so do you find yourself like yay I'm in the office or is it do you find yourself longing to get back out in the field or what has that been like for you
1: well, it's been very, it's a very hard transition for me because I am a hands-on mm. in the customer space, you know, because I guess that is a, I know a hundred percent I can do and a computer scares me yeah. and yeah, you know, type deal. So,
0: um,
1: but you know, it, it's, it's nice how I always, you know, looked at myself. So I'm never going to be one of those owners or managers that don't know how to do something. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like I know how to do that stuff and I, and I'm still learning. I'll still go, I'll still sign up and go to the classes like we talked about before. And they're like, what are you doing here? I'm learning. You know, there's always new Mm -hmm. equipment coming out and, and, and I want to know. So um, it's, it's a transition, but I think um, and I say this, you will always see me in in the field at some point, somehow, some way um, being out there with the guys, uh, installing, um, it just, I don't want to forget where I came from. Sure. So, and I know over, over time that, that it'll get less and less and less, but, um, I'm getting older. So, you know, it's not, it's a lot easier on the body to, to kind of take ball. a different role. So that's
0: a good point. That is a good point. Uh, at some point anybody, I want to do, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
1: No, no. And anybody can do that. And that is, and and nothing was ever handed to me. So, you know, you got to scratch, you got to fight, you got to call, you got to do all that stuff to constantly learn. And, and, uh, you know, I did that. I can say I did that for hundred percent. So, yeah. Um, But yeah.
0: Yeah. One of my, one of the, the uh, podcasts we're going to do at some point, one of the episodes is just being a tech over 50, probably even for over 45. Like, what do you do? Because I, I have, heard all manner of <laughs> health issues. I even talked, I talked to a lot of technicians. I even talked to one tech who he said, he's out of the field for a while. Cause he was having uh, surgery on his left arm. And I said, surgery, what, what, what happened? And he said, well, I have issues with my skin. I said, but just your left arm. And he said, well, you know, you spend all those hours in a truck driving around and the sun is just on your left arm. And after 30 years of that, he had like skin issues. He had to go in and and have an operation to have them fixed just because of that. I mean, there's just that, you know, not that doesn't touch the issue of 140 degree addicts and, and, you know, having to wake up in the middle of the night because you're on call or all that stuff on top of it. So that's an important issue that doesn't get discussed enough. What, what do you, as you begin to get a little older, what do you do with that? How do you negotiate with a with a service manager or an owner. Um we'll 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 do a podcast on that.
1: Yeah. Um I I still see a lot of technicians that I guarantee they're in that they, I I thought they were old when I started and they're still out in the field. So I'm assuming they're 120. I don't know by this <laughs> point. So um and, and they're still doing it. But you know I've always seen and the one thing about the trade is that if you get working with someone that's good they value those older guys yes. and, 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 and because like you said before, you know, it, you know, they're, they're two a day, you know what I mean? If one yep. comes into a retiring and, and those guys, and I tell everybody, those guys were service techs. Those guys knew how to fix everything. Yep. And, and, and now people say, Oh, you guys are part changers. You know, we can't repair a circuit board we can't repair, you know, because everything's closed. We don't oil motors, you know, there's, there's a lot of commercial stuff you do, but most residential things that are are taken care of, a lot of times if it's broke, you have to go get another part. Yep. So people say, oh, you're a parts changer. I said, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Please please teach me how to fix the circuit board. That's completely sealed. So, but, um, and you'll see a lot of those guys, you know, they'll run two or three calls. They'll go home. They'll have the weekends off. And it's just like anything else. Any, you know, anywhere that does a seniority thing, the guys with more seniority, they're going to have a little bit better schedule. And, uh, yeah. and, and it's true. And if it's not, then, um, you know, I might know a company that is looking for people. So <laughs> we'll get to taken care of. So, yeah. um, it is, it, it's, it's rough. I, I, was, I was talking to one of my, my partners and he said, what'd you do Sunday? I said, I sat in a chair with an ice pack on my elbow. I said, I don't know what I did to it, but you know, <laughs> I my elbow has been acting up this week. So, you know, as you get older, you get those aches and pains and stuff like that. But yep. you know, that's where, that's where I tell everybody, you know, we, we talking about, you know, you gotta take care of yourself, you know, take care of your future. You know, you are responsible for your future. And, um, you know, not a lot of companies in the HVAC business have a retirement or anything like that. So, um, I always take my dad's advice, start as early as you can and, uh, and do that. So I would push that for anybody. And then I get it. Sometimes there's some bumps in the roads, sometimes Mm -hmm. divorces and stuff like that. And you got to start fresh, but guess what? You get up every day, go to work, put your head down and, and, uh good things will
0: happen. So, yep. you no know, one how- thing, one thing that's really kind of a, I don't know, maybe cutting edge is saying it too, too much, but I have two different clients and these, these are, um, they're commercials, uh maintenance companies. Now. So when we're talking, you know, like a hundred techs, which from one perspective is pretty big, but from a fortune 500, they're pretty small. But one of the things I'm seeing two different ones do um, is they get high quality guys close to retirement. And what they're doing is keeping them in the office, but making them, they're there for techs who go in the field and are not sure what to do with what they're looking at. And these guys become in-house advisors and coaches from the office uh, to a technician who's in front of a piece of equipment. And there's some technology that's developing to kind of a, a more advanced FaceTime kind of thing um, to, to create the actual visuals so that this person can see it. And it makes sense because a lot of technicians are getting paid to drive from, from one place to another. And, you know, a guy who has that knowledge can maybe advise 20 different technicians in the course of a day, but he could never drive to 20 different locations in the same day. And so um, I think there's an evolution happening where and some of that is driven by the fact that there's just not enough text to go around. And so, you know, if if you want to answer some of those calls, sooner or later, you're sending somebody out who is probably not really prepared to be there on his own. And this is one of the things that's happening. So if you're listening to this podcast and you find yourself in that position, maybe bring it up with with the company that you work for. Uh, of making a transition like that, because you really can make a very significant impact with your knowledge, but you can do it from inside and not be up in the attic and all that stuff. So just a thought for you. All right, JD, well, we're just about out of time. Um, I want to say thank you for uh, taking the time to be on a podcast. And I just want to say, we didn't talk that much about good guys in the, and uh, tech uh, in the podcast today, but um I just want to just kind of put on note, put my salary, put, put it out there in public that I have tremendous respect for you. Um, what you guys started uh, five years ago in Indianapolis is now becoming a national brand. And it, it, it is a complete game changer. And it's the only company I've ever worked and I've done doing this a long time. It's the only company I've ever seen who literally started to create a uh, solutions for technicians in other words that technicians who feel stuck in the status quo who feel stuck in the old way of doing things um i mean you guys started it to solve problems that you you yourselves had but it worked and now um there's just there's just a whole new way happening and uh i just i just want to say i really respect and appreciate what you guys have accomplished up there and are continuing to accomplish
1: Well, thanks. It's definitely, uh, it's definitely, I think we, we all had bosses that said it would never work. And, uh, (laughs) and, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's the greatest thing I think out there. Um, you know, as far as technician based company, um, I always say you kind of, kind of get to live your life, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you truly, truly you know maximize your ability in hvac and also maximize your ability um to enjoy work to have fun to you know i call it a brotherhood yeah. you know many people have said it's a brotherhood doesn't matter if we're in virginia if we're in texas florida ohio they're a brotherhood you know there's always someone to call there's always something we can get done and um know, yeah, i think we're gonna I think we're going to take over the business and, um, I, I I just, I don't see us stopping. So,
0: yeah, for the, for the audience, I'll just say one dynamic of good guys and technique. Um, there's no on-call time, no on-call duties and the technicians are in control of their schedule, meaning they mark when they're working and they mark when they're not in the system. And if it's your daughter's birthday on Friday afternoon, you just mark yourself out and no one has a problem with it. And just that by itself, just that. there's many other things, but just that by itself is a remarkable uh, shift in advancing uh, the well-being and the opportunity to to build a great life for a technician.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's uh It's probably one of the main things that we we've found ourselves you know pride ourselves on is uh, family and uh, making money and you can do both things and, and, and um, and, like I say, you just get your life back type deal. Right. You know, that's right. Yeah. So it, it's a beautiful thing. Um, I, I just, I hope the train never stops. I hope we keep going. So, <laughs> you know, and I think we will, and there's no yeah. no doubt in my mind where it needs to go and stuff like that. But, you know, at the end of the day, um, you can wake up, be proud of what you do, walk out that door, and um, knowing that you're you're gonna you're gonna check all the boxes uh, okay. when you work at Good Guys or Techni That uh, no matter what, you're gonna be there for, you know, Jackson's baseball game or football game, and you know, I think the customer base that we have developed, they smile, they almost like us come out you know, I almost, you know, they make us cookies and stuff like that. So yeah, you just don't see that much anymore. So mm-hmm. it, it's just a, uh, it's just a good feeling. And uh, hopefully we can spread the word across the United States and however far we need to go and, um, you know, change the life of 3000 guys. So that's yeah. our
0: goal. <clears throat> so. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, listen, thanks so much JD for taking the time to uh, do this podcast mm-hmm. today. Um, and uh, we'll talk again soon.
1: All righty. Thank you. Have a you great did. afternoon. Yep. We'll see you. All right. Oh, bye bye. A good life is had at the HVAC Joy Lab. A good life is had at the HVAC Joy